focusing on what you're going through and how badly this has affected your company. Start reaching out to others because there's so many other people like you that are going through this that need people like you that can help them through it and be able to encourage them and support them. Welcome to Peer Talk, a dialogue with business owners just like you. Peer Talk conversations run the gamut of business challenges facing owners today. The host of Peer Talk is Dan Crowley, founder and owner of Peer Executive Groups, which provides a safe space for owners to share their experience, grow their businesses, and learn from their peers. Okay, welcome to Peer Talk. There are a number of great business owners out there, just like yourself, who would love to share their experiences with you, and we hope to give them a voice. Today's guest is Cindy Schifrel, CEO and President of Orlando Wedding and Party Rentals, serving Greater Florida. Uh, People who know Cindy know that she is determined, competitive, and passionate. And so we have her tackling the topic of the power of positivity. Let's hear about her journey and what she's doing to combat the COVID crisis. Welcome to Peer Talk. In this episode, we are speaking with Cindy Schifrel from Orlando Wedding and Party Rentals in Central Florida. Cindy grew her business to about 45 employees prior to the pandemic, only to see her business devastated by cancellations and closures as many in the party and event industry uh, suffered through. There were furloughs, layoffs, and restructuring that took place next, and it takes a toll on a business owner unlike any other period in modern history. So let's find out how Cindy pivoted, supplemented, and used the power of the positive to respond both in the event rental industry, as well as in her personal life. Welcome, Cindy. Thank you so much, Dan. I am very thrilled to be able to be on your show. So thank you so much for inviting me to be on. Well, we were so excited. We knew you were eventually going to be one of our guests, and we waited and waited and waited, and finally we were able to get you on. So I'm excited about it, and especially as we head into the holiday season, because I feel like this episode will be so uplifting for many people. (laughs) to kind of hear um, how to be positive in the face of so much negativity in in, uh, the world today. So let's hear first about your origins. And I think it's kind of unique how you got involved with Orlando Wedding and got that started. So why don't you tell us about that a little? Sure thing. So back in 2008 was when we started the company on 8808. So if that gives you any indication of how crazy we were to get involved in this crazy industry, crazy (laughs) AIDS, right? Right. So we started it uh, then, and my husband and I were both working full-time jobs, him as a DJ and me as a piano teacher, and we were working this on the side. And while I would be teaching, I would be answering the phone calls in between my students' piano lessons, and I would have time to go over, check the cell phone that we had for Orlando Wedding at that time, and I would call people back, and a lot of times they would say that they already found another vendor that could help them out with their event, and so we were missing out on a lot of business. And my husband, for I'd say for the first two years, was just really encouraging me to quit because he knew that if I were to quit teaching piano and come and help full-time, going to the networking events, meeting with clients, and just become the face of the business – that we would really be able to take Orlando Wedding and Party Rentals to a much higher level than where we were at Mm -hmm. at the time. 
So it took a while um, for me to break away from teaching because it was my passion. All of my students, I had about 40 to 45 students that I would teach every week in my home. Wow, that's crazy. Right. It was definitely full time, but it worked great because I had two kids at home still and I could work around their schedule and just schedule my piano students whenever I wanted to. So I full time and I would say, Dan, pretty much immediately we started to see the positive effects of it. Um, I started going out and just working it as hard as I could because I was a little scared, to be quite honest. I was leaving something that was comfortable where I was guaranteed a certain amount of money every single week, every single month to not having that guarantee anymore. And I was going to do whatever it took to make sure that I replaced that income. So I don't think that, I think at the very beginning that we were able to replace that right away. So that was around in 2010 that we did that. And my husband slowly over the years has had to stop DJing as many events as he was doing before because Orlando Wedding and Party Rentals just kept growing year after year. I'm sure like many rental companies that when they first start out or even when they've been in business for any period of time, you just see each year we're just getting busier and busier. So that's really how we started the business together. And once I got involved, I really took the bull by the horns and made it my own. And he decided it was him as the president, me as the vice president of the company. And Mm -hmm. we both decided it was best to go ahead and make me president and CEO because I had a lot more involvement with the company and the day to day. So that's really um, how we got started, Dan. Excellent. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting to me because, you know, you started during a recession and we're going to touch on the pandemic here in a minute, but, you know, it takes, you know, it takes cojones to, to make that kind of decision to make a change in especially such a huge change um, where you're, you know, you already have the revenue streams and you're actually dialing those back to move into another uh, business um, so, so let's fast forward and, and, you know, let's go to prime time. So let's say the first eight years you get it going, you're getting it running, um, really 2016 to 2020 were probably the salad days for you, right? Things were really popping and gelling and you were able to grow the business. Tell us a little bit about that period of time from 16 to 20. Well, yeah, we were really growing like crazy, um, so much so that we got recognized a few years in a row for being, um, I think the publication was Orlando Business Journal's fastest 50 growing companies in Central Florida. And we were able to make it on that list for two years in a row. And as we continued to grow, like a lot of other rental companies, we were running out of space at our facility. So we had started off in a sort of like a I don't know, like a shopping center. And we kept taking over the unit next to us. And then the unit next to that one, they were all 1500 square feet until we maxed out. We couldn't grow anymore in that space. We had to move Mm -hmm. to another location in Altamont. And when we moved to Altamont, we thought that that might be our forever home, but we quickly outgrew that within, I think, the first six months, we realized that this wasn't going to last very long, but we had to make it work for about four years. And then this past October, we moved to the 
location that we are at right now in Lake Mary, which is absolutely beautiful. And Dan, one of these days, I have to have you come out and see it because you were at our previous location. And I think that you would really appreciate where we're at now and the way that it looks and the space that we have. It's, it's been amazing, but it's also been an interesting, um, you know, we moved in October before the pandemic and none of us knew, of course, that this was going to happen. We started off January, February and March this year, just killing it. Uh, mm-hmm. The first two weeks of March was just insane. And then all of a sudden shut down. And one of the first thoughts that yeah. I had was, oh, my gosh, what did we do? Why did we move into this space? Um, how can we afford this uh, big warehouse that we're in now? Um, but that's a little bit about our growth over the years. Yeah. And of course, as we've grown our inventory, we've had to grow our employees as well. Um, we added, we had forever just one salesperson that worked for us. And within the past couple of years, we realized that we needed to add a second salesperson. And so we added that second salesperson in I say middle of last year. And of course she was one of the ones that we had to let go because we weren't really producing any sales during the pandemic. Yeah. Well, that, that's actually gets us to our next point, which is, um, you know, I, I know that you're a curious searching person. So I had no doubt that you were going to survive the pandemic, but how about you, like yourself, were you, did you have any self doubts and, and then walk us through like how that went down in March and April. Cause I was scurrying around doing peer groups and, you know, I just was all of a sudden back home. But in your case, you know, like you said, you had to go through a process of layoffs and stuff. Tell us about what that was like. It knocked me on my butt. You know, none of us have ever experienced this before and you don't know how you're going to handle it um, mentally until you actually go through it. And it, mm-hmm really took a toll on me mentally. We called March 16th our Black Monday because that day was the day that we had to sit down with our staff and tell everyone that we were having to let them go. We let every one of our 45 employees go except for six, and my husband and I were two of the six. So we had four people left working for us. And I was one of those ones at the very beginning, Dan, that I realized that this was not going to be a short lived pandemic that this was going to affect our company and the rental industry, the hospitality industry for a while. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if we would be back in October, November, but you know, I was hoping, but I knew at least through the summer that things were still, you know, not going to look good. So I did whatever I could and took whatever steps that I could take necessary to make sure that Orlando wedding and party rentals was still going to be around in October of 2021. And mm-hmm. so it was hard to look at all those employees in the face and tell them that you have to let them go. And I don't think a lot of them took it very seriously and took the pandemic very seriously back then. And since then, they've all realized just how serious um, this is. And I am a go getter. I am a person that is always on the move. Mm-hmm. And when we were all shut down, we had to, you know, stay home and restaurants were closed. You couldn't go out. You couldn't meet with people. And we were all really scared about the virus. It took its toll on me mentally. And mm-hmm. 
a, a place that I never thought that I would go before um, it took me. My daughter, who is now 25, her name is Alyssa, mm-hmm. beautiful young woman, and she was bullied, extremely bullied when she was in middle school and high school, so much so that my daughter has tried to, back in the day, she tried to take her life several times. And mm. I walked through those bouts of depression with her, but I wasn't experiencing it because it wasn't my depression. It was her, but I saw how debilitating it was for her, her being shut up in her room, the lights off, no communication with the outside world, crying all the time. Just, it was an awful thing to watch your child go through. Yeah. Wow. And I'm Dan, in a way, that's what happened to me. Um, it took a, a huge toll on my mental health and I didn't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I'm extremely depressed. Mm. And it wasn't until I had a phone call with one of my mentors. He's a former pastor friend of mine. And he told me, he said, Cindy, you are a positive person. Everybody looks to you because you exude positivity you lift people Mm -hmm. up and instead of focusing on what you're going through and how badly this has affected your company start reaching out to others because there's so many other people like you that are going through this that need people like you that can help them through it and be able to encourage them and support them and once I started doing that I, I can't tell you that it turned around overnight but it had a huge impact on the way that I was looking at the situation that my husband and I were in with our company. And I was able to help other people on and take the focus off of what I was going through. So that's, that's incredible, Uh, incredible information. You know, just like, that's what people need to hear. I believe, I mean, part of why we wanted you on, especially during this time of season is this concept of balance and, you know, so many of our uh, members, uh, rental operator, rental uh, company owners come from the industry. And so they end up spending six days a week in the business and it's, it's very difficult for them to get some balance in their life. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, since I've met you, I've seen that kind of self care be evident in the form of, of, you know, both your physical side working out, uh, emotional side and your intellectual constantly seeking participating in you know public speaking was one of the your interests that you got involved in and um, you know so it all it must all play a part in your day-to-day correct so you're you're able to kind of take a step back and look at it and even though you may go through some valleys you're able to recognize that you're going through the valley right yeah I definitely went through some valleys but returning to the things that I enjoyed and the things that I loved, and one of them is public speaking. Another one of them is working out. It's ways that I can challenge myself. I'd like to challenge myself so that I can learn and become a better person, a better business owner, a better leader in the community. And Mm -hmm. to do that, I have to be, I have to take care of myself and my mental health, my physical health, my spiritual health. And so I tried to return back to that and got back involved. I took a break from, I'm a member of the Lake Mary Toastmasters mm-hmm. and I'd been doing this prior to COVID. It was a year when COVID hit that I had been 
a part of Lake Mary Toastmasters. And we still were meeting as a group on Zoom, like all of our meetings were, right? And mm-hmm. um, once I came back, I think it was a phase two, like around May or June when I came back, it really helped me out a lot mentally to be back a part of that group of people who are there to support each other. And then, of course, the working out when you're so depressed and you're so down. And I'm sure a lot of people felt this, too. I mean, you we all wanted to eat. We wanted to eat. Mm -hmm. We wanted to sleep. We wanted to drink at two o'clock in the afternoon because it's five o'clock somewhere. Right. That's right. And, (laughs) you know, it really helped me to try to get back to some sense of normalcy in my own life, some type of schedule because there wasn't anything normal going on around us in the world. Sure. Sure. So you're, so, you know, staying on this topic for a minute here, it, when I hear you speak about these role, you're basically identifying yourself having many roles um, that you need to uh, take care of. And so I'm wondering, have, did you ever read a book or was there anything specific that led you to understanding um, that you need to nurture the different uh, roles that you have and, you know, looking at yourself kind of a little bit from afar. I, and I'm thinking of back in my day and I'm a little old, older than you, but Stephen Covey um, had mm-hmm. like, you know, seven habits of highly uh, affected people and things like that. Did, was there anything that ever stuck out to you like that, that got you to that point? Or is it just naturally from just your curiosity? I think it's naturally from my curiosity. I mean, I've read several of Stephen Covey's books and other books and just reading through the Bible. Um, one of my favorite art authors is Grant Cardone. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say just listening to various podcasts and reading different books, you know, has helped me understand more like how important it is to take care of myself so that I am able to lead. Another book I'm thinking of, um, is by, uh, is Entree Leadership, Dave Ramsey. That was a great book for, for me to read too, but, uh, there wasn't any specific book, Dan, that I would say that yeah. triggered it. It was a, a compilation of everything put together. And then also with me just being curious and knowing that I need to take care of myself. If I'm going to lead my team to excellence, how can I do that if I'm not taking care of myself? Mm-hmm. Well, and again, you, you just mentioned a couple good reads there. So hopefully our listeners uh, picked up on that and, and uh, maybe take a book, uh, one of those, and take a look at them to be helpful to you. Um, I would also, you know, so from my perspective and kind of um, – what I'm looking for with different business owners that I work with is, are you able to kind of pull yourself out of the day to day? And I think because you came into the industry in 08 and you had to make things happen and boy, it really took off. Then all of a sudden you get, you hit this rough spot. And for some reason, it just seemed like you you responded um, very uh, well from a, marketing and promotion and branding perspective. And I'm thinking about like, even, even like just prior to um, the pandemic, uh, about a year you had built out an executive restroom side of the business. Now, I don't know if you're still doing that, but I know that you had committed some resources to that to kind of have yourself another line of business to go uh, complementary to the rental. Um, and then this, this, during the pandemic, you had some more development. Why don't you take us through a couple of those initiatives just to give people a sense of that, you know, all is not lost and it's not always hopeless that there are things you can do. 
Yeah. So the restroom trailers, we started those back, I believe it was in 2017. And because we do a lot of tents as a company, we were getting mm-hmm. asked for those restroom trailers and we were always having to refer the business out to other local companies. And we saw a need there. So we jumped on it and we now have two of those restroom trailers. We did rent a few of those restroom trailers out during the pandemic. So we did get to um, testing sites and it was a little tough at first because we weren't sure if we really wanted to put them out there for the general public to use because these restroom trailers are extremely nice. They're, I like to call them my babies. I want to make sure that they stay, you know, they're expensive. I want to make sure that they stay looking really, really nice and hold their value. But we were able to get on with a hospital where they were just using this for the hospital workers, which mm-hmm. helped me so much to know that we were helping the hospital workers out by providing them with a wonderful, beautiful restroom that they could use while they were working hard at the testing site. So it served its purpose for them. It also helped me too. And the other thing that helped us is we realized that we had to pivot. We had to do something because we weren't renting out anything at this point. And we started um, renting out the big yard letters that are like two feet, two and a half feet tall, where you could put them in people's yards and say things like, happy birthday, Dan, get well, Sally, congratulations, whatever you want put in your yard, we have those yard letters that we could put. So me being the type of person that always has to stay busy, it was something good for me to be doing to keep myself busy, but also knowing that I was helping make someone's day more special. So emotionally it lifted me up knowing that I was lifting other people up and I stayed really busy with doing those yard signs. We were constantly having to add new patterns, new colors, new fun little gadgets to our inventory because we were getting the requests and the need was there. I couldn't Mm -hmm. fulfill all the requests that we were getting because we only had so much inventory and there was a great need for those yard letters. Everybody was celebrating by doing drive-by birthday parties, drive-by graduations. Well, October of this year, well, even September of this year, we started to see business really pick up. And Mm -hmm. I'm still getting the request, Dan, but unfortunately, because of how busy we are, I'm having to turn away business right now because I don't have the time to be able to do it. And it's really not something that I'm going to send anybody out to do because there is an art on the way that you place them in the yard and you want to make sure that they look nice because it's reflecting your company's name. So that's something that we did to pivot to make a little bit of money. It didn't make a lot of money, but it helped pay some of the bills. Well, and I think my takeaway on it was, oh my gosh, she's active. She's in front of, you know, obviously what do you do with that type of sale? Well, you're going to take a picture of it. And you're going to post it and you're going to continue to create awareness of your business as well yeah. as, you know, it's just a constant reminder that you're there. So I, I really thought uh, it was a genius move because we were having Zoom meetings with party and event operators who really couldn't, they, they could not make that move to continue to keep themselves top of mind in front of their customer base. And, you know, yard signs could, anyone could essentially acquire right it's a consumer market right you're selling to consumers just like you would do events but at the same time uh obviously there would be a smaller pool for events versus yard um yard signs but but the point being that 
it's just this consistency that you're getting out in front of um, people with with those posts on Instagram or whatever it might be. So, so that's great. You do use social media very well, I have to say. Um, what who, does anybody work with you on your marketing and uh, social media or you know uh, entre- um, internet uh, presence? We have a girl right now that actually works for another person in the industry. So she knows our industry well. She knows all of the vendors that we work with. So whenever we do a post, we feel confident that she's going to make sure that all the people get tagged. And Mm -hmm. our social media presence, almost from the very beginning, well, at least a year in, has been very strong. And it's we get a lot of our leads through Instagram and through Facebook. And that's how people find us. And so it's very important for us to maintain that presence. And like you said, with the yard greetings that I was doing, even though it wasn't necessarily reflective of who we were as a company, as being a luxury event rental company, it kept us top of mind, kept us relevant out there. People saw that we were doing what we could to help out in the community. Um, But our social media is fantastic. And the girl that helps us out with social media um, has some tremendous ideas and my husband and I also, you know, we'll come up with some things too, different um, things that we want put out on social media. So sometimes it's a collaboration of ideas that we have. But for the most part, I have to give props to my girl who's doing it for us. Excellent. Well, it's good. Good to know that, um, you know, you're committed to it. It's all, it's a big part of how uh, partying event is going to find uh, their audience, right? So, you, you know, focusing in that area is going to be pretty important. Um, so let's pivot once more. So we obviously we pivoted and did a couple things with peer executive groups. And one was to create this podcast, right? Peer talk. And we just got our 1000 download, I think over the weekend. So we That's appreciate awesome. our audience. Yeah. yeah and, great. and, you know, a big portion of that is, um, partying events. So we have partying event operators who listen to this podcast and you, uh, stepped out of your comfort zone and did a, Gingerpreneur podcast, right? So this is new. Um, is it and it's a is it a video podcast or a video and podcast or how's that work? So it is a podcast, but it's also done by video. So instead of what you Got and it. I are doing right now, where you know I can't see you and nobody else can see us, I wanted to do something that was a little bit different than what other people were doing. So mm-hmm. if you wanted to watch it and just feel that more personal with that person and connect with them personally. I wanted to have that option as well. So I record once a week and it's with a woman in the event industry. It's not just here in central Florida. It's across the United States and you don't have to be a woman business owner. You can be a career professional that's working for someone in the hospitality industry. I want to be able to hit just any woman who's working it in the industry and to be able to share their story of how they got to where they are, the roadblocks that they have hit, the successes that they have had, advice that they have for other women entrepreneurs, other women professionals in the hospitality industry. And Dan, this was something that I came up with and I bought the domain name two years ago, but it was one of those things where you say, no, one of these days I'm going to do it. And I kept saying that, and it was always in the back of my mind, but I never had time because just like all rental Mm -hmm. operators, we are so busy working, you know, on growing our business that you don't have time, you know, for things like that. And well, 
I call this period, this last nine months of time, this is my COVID time out. God put me on a COVID time out and I need to, to make the most of this time with the time that he has given me. I do not want to look mm-hmm. back on the last nine months and have any regrets of how I spent my time. And I decided that I would go ahead and get this off of the ground, get this running. And it was definitely out of my comfort zone because for those of you, and I don't know if you know this, Dan, but I used to have a really hard time speaking in front of people or even doing a podcast. For me to do this with you right now, this is very easy. But if you had reached out to me a year and a half ago and asked me to do this, I might have turned you down about it. And that reason why it's changed is because I went to work on myself and my public speaking skills and my confidence skills of being in front of people speaking and just being seen in front of other people. And so I've been able to do the gingerpreneur and help the women in the event and hospitality industry. And it has been really such a blessing. I think I just did my eighth episode uh, the other night. Wow. Brand new. That's great. Well, you're on the move. We're we're at uh, one every two weeks now, so we've uh, we've done fourteen, and but we we slowed our our uh, our pace there for a minute. But you you're going to catch up very quickly. And by the way, the the thing I think that's great about the Gingerpreneur is you've kind of got a catalog, and so people are going to be able to access it at any time and and have that kind of nice positive push hearing success story after success story and kind of hearing people working through the challenges mm-hmm. uh, and the mountains that they climbed. Very, very positive uh, thing that somebody can link into and listen to on the way to work in the morning or whatever it might be. So uh, congratulations on that. I think you'll have tremendous success with it. Keep moving through uh, the country and, and identify. If you ever need any help identifying additional people, we'll be sure to, to send them your way. Um, that would be good candidates for you. Oh, I'll definitely be reaching out to you, Dan, because I know that you would uh, know the right people to send my way. I appreciate that. So what? So what is your prognosis for um, the 2021 coming up here? Uh, we've seen how the American Rail Association has shifted the, their uh, annual event, and I'm sure a lot of people are looking forward to that yes. coming up in the fall. Um, but tell us about what you think is on your horizon being in Central Florida and uh, what that might look like. Well, right now we're actually really busy um, this weekend of the 12th and then the next weekend, the next weekend, even New Year's Eve. Like I don't have enough people, it feels like, to carry out all of my events. Now, don't get me wrong. We're not as busy as we were last year, but we are staying really busy. And I did not realize or even fathom that we would be as busy as we are right now um, being uh, during the pandemic that we're in. I think that right now looking at our first quarter of the year, it looks it looks good right now. And we always add events on last minute. And of course, everything now with COVID, people are waiting last minute to book their events. They want to watch what's going on out in the world and the vaccine and the positivity rates and travel and such. So I think that first quarter is going to be um, good. Obviously, we're not going to come near as where we were last year, the first quarter. And then I think uh, April, May, June will also be good. And summer, we're normally slow here in Florida because it's way too hot to celebrate anything. People want to be in air conditioning. And so we really die down in the summer. But I have a sneaking suspicion that our summer 
might be, I mean, it's not going to be like a fall where we're, you know, slammed, but I think that we're going to be pretty, you know, steady during the summer, which will be good. And then come fall next year, I think we're going to be a lot busier than we are now. But to hit pre-pandemic levels, I think that it might take until midway into 2022. Gotcha. Okay. Well, we know that you and Darren will survive uh, the 2021 year, and I'm sure there'll be some new uh, things that you'll be introducing us all to in that year. So uh, we really appreciate you being on here. Uh, Christmas is about two days away, so we really appreciate you you know, rounding out our 2020, us having a, a nice episode with Cindy Schiffrel, Orlando Wedding and Party Rentals in Orlando. Thanks for being here, Cindy. Thank you, Dan. You've been listening to Peer Talk from Peer Executive Groups, produced and directed by Noah Crowley and hosted by Dan Crowley. Subscribe to this podcast for notifications of future episodes of Peer Talk.